All right, that was a little eight bit Colt request of Chris Long. My favorite band. And Johnny, what was the name of that song? She sells <laughs> sanctuary. <laughs> Sally sells shells by the seashore. I was having a tough time in a pre-production saying the title. <laughs> <laughs> she sells sanctuary by the seashore. <laughs> Uh, anyway, okay, so this is episode 18 of Best Frenemies, and I'm Christopher Long. And I am Johnny Castana. Is that how you pronounce your last name? You can just say Johnny or hey you. I'm fine with it. Okay, cool. Uh, so in this episode, we are going to, we have top five favorite sport films. Top five favorite sports films. Thanks we, for repeating what I just said. Uh, the, uh, the road to the Long Beach Open. Ooh. Jiu-Jitsu competition a week from today. Chris's first jiu-jitsu ever jiu-jitsu competition. I am a virgin. <laughs> and my bro Johnny uh, signed up to support me. Well, that's the only way I could actually go see you. My wife would never let me just go support <laughs> you, Chris. I have to fucking compete now. Oh, dude, that's a bro. <laughs> that's a bro. That's a bro. And we're gonna get it. We're gonna get into it later. And we have uh, recommendations, and then take them out with a song. No, oh, we did the uh, the best time you were scared or scared someone was the proposed question to talk about because Halloween's coming up. It's on, on Wednesday. Wednesday. You know what? You know what pisses me off. My son has Thursday off from school. Oh, mother. Yeah, so does mine. Dude, they will never know the struggle of going out trick-or-treating, crashing on sugar, and having to get up the next morning and yeah. go to school. And that's why when they party, they'll probably miss work. You and I never missed work after we went on an all-nighter. Ooh, let's... Yeah, maybe you didn't. All right, well, you know what? Let's start the show. What's up, nerds? And now, back by popular demand, it's time for the... Top five list. All right. Thank you, Donnie Darko, for that intro. Top five favorite sports films. Top five favorite sports films. You know what? I was changing my answers right before we recorded because it's really hard. This one's hard because there's so I could have named 30 sports movies. I have my list in front of me right now, and I'm already thinking I'm going to change it up on the fly. (laughs) Because it pains me that a film isn't on there. Yeah, I hear you. All yeah. right, well, let's just... You want to go with your number five or you want me to go with my number five? I'll go with number five. <clears throat> my number five, the 1984 film. <laughs> See, if I give the dates, I put forth some effort. Oh, wow, he really researched that. He went to <laughs> IMVD and fucking... <laughs> uh, the Robert Redford film, The Natural. I love The Natural, too. You know what? It is a good film, and every time, like, if I'm flipping channels and The Natural's on, I'll just stop just to see where it's at. I like the idea that an old dude can just come out of nowhere and, like, blow the doors off all the young kids, because let's be honest, dude. (laughs) I'm probably at that age (laughs) that The Natural was when he first came into the (laughs) league. And I'm like, yeah, those old guys can do that. I'm not the natural shit, dude. Dude, it was a good movie, though. It, it was, was a good movie. He was, yeah. And I don't want to give is, anything away. And the thing is, I fucking hate baseball. I fucking right? hate, I hate baseball, dude. They, I do not like the World Series is on right now, and I kind of watched a little bit of it. I just think it's the most boring sport. Go Doyers. 
Doyers, yeah. All right, <laughs> what's your number five? My number five uh, actually became pretty big back in our house again because uh, Desi is wrestling at Newport Harbor. And so the only movie I could think to show him to get him hyped the fuck up was Vision Quest. You know what? I have seen Vision Quest, but it probably was back in the 80s when I saw it. And I just remember Matthew Modine's in it. And he was a wrestler. And he has it a thermos of, is it tea? He always carries with him just yeah. in case a guy breaks down, like a Howard Hughes character. And he can offer him tea and change his tire. And they would give him millions of dollars. Dude, he's the man. He, and he had a whole goal to go down to weight classes to fight the number one like high school wrestler the state champion that was his whole vision quest crazy craziness that one, see i don't even remember the film that well i just remember he starts having sex with an older woman and a uh, a unknown at the time madonna was uh, singing in the bar when he was there just a little fyi well but what year was that film johnny i i don't know chris you didn't put forth that i effort? didn't put forth the effort like what you did a dick i didn't go to imbd and check it out all right um so my number four film, the 1985 <laughs> classic, Better Off Dead, which is ultimately a ski movie. Two dollars. A ski movie. He has to beat the bully. Down the mountain. There was some crazy run that it was called. I can't remember, but it was. I didn't put forth that much effort to research it. Just Well, and don't forget the, the, the Asian speaking twin. Ha- Howard, Howard Cosell. Cosell. Yeah. <laughs> Better Off Dead. So I considered, actually, and it was a tough choice. It was between Better Off Dead or Hot Dogs. <laughs> Chris, I can see you've gone a certain direction with our uh, top five sports movies. What direction is that? Okay, good pick. My number four, <laughs> my number four, and this was my ad to the, to the and it could have been two, but I'm going to go with uh, with Rudy. Rudy and... And Brian's song actually were like, uh, I just decided to pick one out of those two. Both are great movies. But, you know, who doesn't like to see a little guy <laughs> go and make something of himself? I don't know why I relate to this movie so much because uh, I'm pretty lazy. And that kid was not lazy. He was like the... You know, and the thing about that film is it's like the whole, his whole dream, his whole desire, what was moving him forward... We just see him at the very end do it. Like normally in Hollywood films, there I mean the payoff was like not that long. Dude, what about his roommate, Fat John Favreau? I know. <laughs> <laughs> like when you see it, you're like, holy shit, is that John Favreau right there? Fat curly haired John Favreau. I should I think it isn't it John Favreau? Favreau, there you go. That's like Casey Joe. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm so <laughs> hey, hey, she's hell sanctuary. <laughs> It's like, oh, my favorite quarterback is John or uh, Brett Favre. Just yeah, Favre. <laughs> All right, my number three pick is the documentary, and I this was a recommendation on one of our episodes, uh, the 2014 documentary that you can see on Netflix, uh, Valley Uprising, about rock climbing in Yosemite. And again, I said this in the recommendation when I heard about it. I was like, dude, how exciting could that be? And it was amazing. It was a great documentary. And now there was a guy in that documentary that is 
the subject of a new documentary called Free Solo mm-hmm. about when he climbed El Capitan without any ropes, harness, nothing, just nothing. And it's supposed to be amazing too. And I keep trying to get my family to go see it and they just are not working with me. Oh, I'm surprised you didn't go with the 1987 cliffhanger with uh, Sylvester Stallone. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Thing. Okay, my number three is going to be Chris. Check this out. I have a date. 1976 Whoa. original version of the Bad News Bears. <clears throat> you know what? When I watched that film, I just was like in awe of the kid who rode the motorcycle around. Kelly. Yes. And he just rode it around and he, man, I'm pretty sure he didn't have a license. Dude. And I don't think that motorcycle was registered. <laughs> and I was like, you can do that? My, my soft spot, because I was a little kid, way too early to be allowed to see it, but kind of that free-range parenting, uh, was Tanner, the one that was telling the rap to, like, fuck off and stuff during the game, when they were chanting, let them play. And oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That probably happened, that actually happened in two, but Tanner, Tanner had a foul mouth on him, and, uh... He was like your a, spirit animal. And the best part of the movie, when, when they, uh, win their first game... When they win the game at the end, how Walter Matthau gives them all beer. Like, that's not something you're going to see. That's He gave them all each a, uh, a bottle of beer at the end. Oh, dude, you would get in a lot of trouble now. <laughs> Can you imagine? 70s were a different time. 70s were crazy. Awesome right. movie. So this is where I'm going to start changing my top five picks on the fly. Go for it, dude. So my number two, and this was initially my number one. I'm going to put this as my number two. The 2003 film Seabiscuit. <laughs> that is a sports movie. It, fuck yeah, horse racing. Dude, I love Seabiscuit. And that's another film. If it's on, I'm flipping channels. I'll stop on Seabiscuit. Who is Seabiscuit's uh, rival? Was that War General? Uh, uh, War Admiral. War Admiral. Yeah. Dude, see, and that's another <laughs> thing. He was a shorty. No one gave him a shot. There. But it was his heart. His heart was big. Unfortunately for you and me. Our hearts are not big, and we're lazy. <laughs> yeah, mine's feeling pretty weak right now. Um, let's go with my number two, which could easily have been my number one, Breaking Away. You know what? I almost picked that. I love Breaking Away. Dude, the cutters. And my, my favorite scene is when <laughs> when uh, the little guy had the, had the job to go to, and, they were, and his friends were all bummed because he was getting a job. And they, they're like, don't forget your T-shirt for your fucking job. And he walks past his boss, and his boss is all, don't forget to punch the clock, shorty. And so he takes the shirt and wraps his hand and punches, breaks the glass to the clock, and then walks back in the car with his friends, and they take off. That was yeah. awesome. They're, that was a really good film. Dude, the guy pretends to be Italian and is serenading the girl. Dude, the whole movie is awesome. Yeah, it was a good film. My parents had me watch that and i was like no watch bike riding yeah it was good epic epic breaking away and hey character from freaking bad news bears kelly dude that guy ruled the 70s films yeah he pops up every once in a while all right so my number one this was on the fly it pained me i wasn't gonna put this on my list because it's been on a couple lists i've had thus far and I don't even fucking care, dude. I cannot talk about favorite sports films 
without having the classic 1984 film Karate Kid. Do what you got to do, Bobby. <laughs> I, dude, every I fucking love that film. That is my favorite sports film. That might be your favorite film, Chris, if we're for being honest here. Dude. It's in the mix for sure. It's and the whole like dude, I'm telling you guys, if you guys didn't listen to us and watch that YouTube Red series, the Karate Kid, Cobra, Cobra Kai. Kai. Damn, that is so good. I I rewatched it again. Still just as good. Dude, I f- you know, it might be my favorite film. <laughs> Most of my lines, like I had two lines in our top five favorite movie lines from Karate Kid. It's my favorite martial arts film. It's my favorite sports film. Yeah. It's pretty fucking good. All right. My Let's- number one went with awesome movie, Remember the Titans. You know, I'm going to be totally honest right now. Meh. What? Meh. Yeah, dude, I don't think, it didn't really dude, do much segregation just ended. They had to go and they had to bond at camp. No, I, no. I. Some pretty heartbreaking stuff happens halfway through it. I mean, dude, I get it, but it just, I, you know, meh. Like, I would never rewatch that film. Oh, my God. I would never rewatch it. And to me, that is kind of the litmus test for if it's a favorite film. If I can watch it over and over and over and still enjoy that it. That hasn't... Dude, the music on it's amazing. I don't even pay attention to the music, God. to be honest. So, so I'm going to say, dude... That I slaughtered you in the top five sports movies? N- no. <laughs> no, dude. I think mine... I think... You know what? We're going to leave it to... The audience? Well, and by audience, I mean Lou and Coach Jeff. Because <laughs> I think he's going to back, Coach Jeff is going to back mine. I think yours is lame. But he might just be a dick. He might <laughs> just go. Oh, so he's a dick if he backs mine. Kind of. Well, we'll just let and see what the people say. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, yeah, your, your list sucks. Well, okay. And we're out. Okay, Chris, what have you got us into? <laughs> so, all right, this is my thing. When I started jujitsu as a white belt, there were people telling me, dude, you need to compete as a white belt. Totally agree. And no, and I, I say that to people now, like compete as white, but I didn't listen to them. I was like, dude, I don't know enough. Like, man, I'm, there's no way I'm prepared no, and to you know, compete. At white belt, most white belts that are committed, they usually get their blue belt within like... Within a year to 18 months, depending on the school. Yeah. So I see it's not it like, that much time. Like once you get to blue belt and you haven't done one as a white belt. Well, no. And that's what everyone told me that they're like, dude, as a white belt, because really, yeah, it's about a year and a half. Like blue belt know, can be anywhere from like three to five years. Yeah. And people told me that. And I was like, so I was a three and a half year blue belt. But once you get your blue belt, I mean, you could be competing against someone who really should be a purple belt. And, dude, you're going to get smoked. The difference between 
Like I mean, the years. Range, yeah, the range of like blue belts, but I didn't listen. And then, so this was my thing. I'm like, so I was like a three and a half year blue. And I'm like, all right, fuck it. I've had enough time under my belt that I'm going to compete as a blue. And then I got fucking promoted to purple. And I'm like, motherfucker. Yeah, you always want to compete like right when you feel like you're getting a new belt. You're like, no, I'm ready to compete. <laughs> yeah, like, all right, I feel comfortable with my knowledge of jujitsu that I can go against other blue belts and feel comfortable. So I got promoted. I wasn't going to go to old man world. Like, I just, no one was going. I kind of thought about it. And it was like, you know, no one from the crew, like Nick didn't go. You do, you weren't going. Coach, oh, I just said no straight up. I'm like, yeah, no. Coach Jeff wasn't going, and I'm just like, all right, screw it. So this is what we got. A week from today, Long Beach Open, Jiu-Jitsu tournament. I signed up, and everyone was going, okay, yeah, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. So I'm like, all right, fuck it. I signed up like a month ago. And I'm like, all right, guys, I'm signed up. And everyone was like, I'm like, did you sign up? No. I'm like, you assholes. And I and because it's your first yeah, competition like ever. My first competition ever. I wanted to uh you know, take the bromance to another level and uh and support you on this. And uh and I knew the only way, let's be honest, the only way I was gonna be allowed to spend hours at the Long Beach open was <laughs> I had to compete. My wife would not just let me go. I'm She's gonna like, go cheer on Chris. Yeah. Absolutely not. You better compete. <laughs> So, and then I start in my head, because I compete at light feather, which is, I have to weigh 141 pounds with a gi. I, I was telling you, like, uh, I don't know if I'm going to be able to cut weight. I'm the, I had a really hard time registering. And you're like, I just went up in class. And then, you know what? So, I, I knew, as I was signing up, I would like to compete at the light heavy, which is... I have, the, I have it right here. It's... You have to be 167 so and a half pounds with your gi on. So really, with the gi, gis are like three pounds about, right? That's what everyone yeah. tells me. So I needed to be like 165, 164. So right now, I'm 175, and I knew. You're 175 right now? Yeah. Okay. So I knew. I'm like, dude, I have to cut 10 pounds. It's going to be an excuse. That I'm going to sign up for it. And then, oh, oh, I didn't make weight. Bummer. I can't compete. It was going to be a suit. So I'm like, fuck it. I'm just, I'm going in as uh, heavy. No, dude, or, it, or, and I, I got to be honest. Weight cutting as, you know, a 44-year-old is, oh. is ridiculous. I turned into a 16-year-old girl when I was cutting weight last time, weighing myself before and after taking a shit, <laughs> <laughs> um, being really, really very short with anyone Ha ha ha. But like, I like quick temper. Like, dude, being constantly starving is miserable. I and mean, I, if I were going, if I were going to compete at like Worlds, Old Man Worlds, which is in Vegas in the summer, the, what is that, like the end of July or something? In July? I don't know. Anyway, and that's, that's a prestigious competition. Yeah, that's the one you cut weight for. I man. would cut weight for that, you know, but dude, there's just no fucking way. This is my first one. It's like, I, you know what, screw it. I'm going to go in. But the thing is, so my, I'm master's three. So I'm 45 years old. At the weight that I'm at and purple belt, there is one other person who signed up. 
So I will have one fucking fight. So if I come back and say that I got silver mail, everyone <laughs> will know I lost. I lost every fight. Oh, we're talking about it. We're going to talk about it if we get choked out unconscious. Oh, no, let yeah. me tell you, the <laughs> when I agreed to do this and just go up and wait, I went from... I went from having to weigh 141 with the Gion to 154 with the Gion. That's quite the... Dude, that is a big... That's a big difference, number one. Okay. Number two, I always know that like, oh, okay, well, I'll be, you know, everyone will be my size if I cut weight. I didn't really think this one through that what if there's a dude that's fucking gigantic cutting weight to make 154? (laughs) What if I'm fighting the mountain? <laughs> is what I'm thinking about right now. Like this could be hilarious. We, but you know what? The thing is for you, everyone's bigger at our gym, anyways. So I'm kind of used to fighting I bigger am people. So used to fighting people that are either bigger than me, like way more than me. Like I eat Coach Jeff. Black belts and brown belts. Bra- yeah. So brown belt, Coach Jeff. Black belt, black belt, John. Brown belt, Nick the Tooth. Yep. And then people that just are better <laughs> than me, bigger than me. And it's like, you, you know, I don't know. So maybe if it's someone where you're like, all right, it's going to be my weight. It's going to be my division. I don't know. Fuck it. I might be able to do all right. Uh, just, just so you know, dude, if I get choked unconscious, I got choked unconscious just to root you on, buddy. You know what? <laughs> well, I'm thinking, I'll be totally honest. And the the thing is funny. So Andrew, who we, he went, he was in old man's worlds this year and he did fucking really well. Like he, oh, he did great. He won his, I think he had four matches. He won the first three and then the fourth one, he was going and he was just, all right, we got like a minute left. I'm just going to hold. I'm up in points. And he ended up getting swept. Yeah. Or, well, I think that he submitted him. Oh. And it was like, he was like, I stopped fighting. You know, I got tired. I stopped fighting. But I'm looking at that going, dude, you won three. You did great. And he's like, be honest, man, I thought I would do better. Like, I really think that he, I mean, he put a lot of work into it. He was going to the competition class. Yeah. Like, he was going, training so much that I think his expectation, I mean, ultimately, I think he thought he was going to win gold. Okay, let, let's talk about let's talk about our training and um I, have and you, diet. Have you done anything Chris, different? I am I am eating really clean right now. Really? Can you tell me? Are you so? Did you give up Del Taco? Well, okay, I'm eating clean besides Del Taco, <laughs> but that's not red meat. It's, uh, it's orange meat. <laughs> <laughs> oh God! So I have not done anything. Like nothing, dude. I haven't. So maybe it's a defense mechanism for me. So if I lose horribly, I'll be like, well, next time I'm going to try, but I don't know. There might not be next time. So this was the deal. When I signed up for jujitsu, like five years ago with my son, the deal was one day I would compete and one day he would compete. That was the deal. And he agreed to it. And it was like, we'll do it, you know, whatever. We'll get better. That's the deal. We have to compete once. We don't like it. We never have to do it again. So I signed up for Long Beach Open, and so I told Jackson, I'm like, all right, dude, I didn't, I'm signing up, so you're going to compete. He's like, no. <laughs> I'm like, what do you mean, no? We made a deal. He's like, I never thought you'd do it. Oh. <laughs> yeah, he just freaking shut it down. And I'll be honest, Johnny. I'm, at this point, a week out, 
what the fuck did I get myself into? I mean, I'm looking forward to, so Kinji's competing. So if not three of us are competing, we should probably all carpool up there. And that will be fun. Yeah. I'm going to look forward to cheering you on. I'm going to look forward to cheering Kinji on. But this is the thing. So I told my wife. And she's like, okay, what day is it? What time? And I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. You're not invited. You're yeah, not. My, my wife and kids want to go up there, too. Oh. And, and let me tell you, when my wife, last time I fought, there was video of the floor because I told her to record my fight. And she just pointed at the floor. though, So you can hear her cheering me on as the videos pointed at the floor. But you've done, how many competitions have you I done? just did American Nationals. You've just done one? I thought yeah. you did more than that. Did just American Nationals, but, but you, I won. You won gold, right? Yep. Dude, you're a fucking winner. <laughs> American National. Dude, <laughs> you are, how many fights did you have total? I only had to have one with Roy Calloway. Oh, you know his name? Yeah. Who's? I made the mistake of trying to look, look up my competitor. And oh, fuck, dude. Yeah, I don't want, well, <laughs> when you told me that, I'm like, dude, there's probably some random dude looking up, like, hold it. Uh, I mean, because if you look me up on the internet, all you're going to see is fucking comic book shit. <laughs> so <laughs> He's I'm like, some fucking nerd. Oh, yeah, I'm winning. And truth be told, you might be winning, asshole. And, I don't know. And you know what, Chris? For that tournament, I was super prepared. I, I, was, I was taking it serious. And um, you're my training partner. And I got to tell you right now, we have done nothing different to prepare for this uh, Mm-mm. tournament. Mm-mm. Probably should have eased back on quoting Vine videos why we're training surprise motherfucker fritz fries motherfucker <laughs> starry eyes motherfucker all rise motherfucker that that is a typical chris and me dude you know well the other one <laughs> sad eyes motherfucker the the other one that always cracks me up is when we start drilling and you get grips i don't want any trouble and you'll go for a sweep <laughs> <laughs> that or when you're trying to submit me and i say I'm allergic to penicillin. I'm hypoglycemic. <laughs> I wasn't ready. You know what? And so like last Wednesday when we were doing that, I heard laughing and I looked over and it was Wendell and Lou. And I kind of forget people can hear us. Oh, like, yeah. No one else is talking. No one else is talking during drilling. And uh, yeah, I don't know. Fuck it. Hey, you know what though? We have the most fun. Okay. Dawn Patrol. Dude, we're black belts and having fun. Yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. But you know what? Talk I, to our rehabs. <laughs> <laughs> I think, though, we have, like, black belt John, I think, comes to Dawn Patrol because he has fun. Yeah. Because we're talking shit. We're talking basketball. Oh, and yeah, he said you didn't show up today to train because your team lost again. I did show up. <laughs> <laughs> to flip you guys off. I literally walked in there when there was five minutes left. And... And, and then took the picture of him <laughs> fucking choking me with a bone arrow choke. I, t- I took a wonderful sequence of uh, Chris getting bone arrowed. You know what, dude? That was really insulting on both of your parts. <laughs> <laughs> but the thing is, I will give it to John. After that, I was like, man, you feel your black belt and you're picking on a purple belt. He's like, dude, I don't feel you as a black belt or a purple belt. I just feel you as an asshole. Yep, that's that's pretty much sums him up right there. Well, and it actually was the nicest thing he's ever said to me. <laughs> All right, well, Johnny, I'm glad you signed up. So, <sighs> hold on, are you going to let your family come out and watch you? If they want to, they can. I don't care. Well, so my wife is saying, I don't know if she's fucking with me, because I told her she can't, because she only gives me shit about jujitsu. So I'm like, no, you're not coming up. And she's like, not only am I coming up, I'm bringing, I'm bringing my parents. The, no, worse. 
She says she's bringing the Laker chicken. Oh, will he dress as a Laker chicken? That can maybe uh, that can maybe uh, boost my r- morale. If I see the Laker chicken bopping up and down. Fuck the Laker chicken. <laughs> Fucking hate the Laker chicken. Well, Chris, you know but what? But the thing is, though, the Laker chicken wouldn't be rooting for me. He would be rooting for the person yeah. I'm going against. <laughs> well, I'm going to wish you luck on this. Uh, hey. And, we'll, and we're going to talk about it. We will. We'll talk about the results on our next podcast. Which will be very soon. That's We kind of snuck in here just to get the pre-competition uh, chat going. I mean, I'm kind of hoping... One of us will win if the other one loses, just so the other one can just like talk shit. That'd be great. Yeah, because <laughs> if I win and you lose, if, oh fuck! Dude. If you win and I lose, I expect you to be doing the next podcast wearing the gold medal. Oh no, fuck yeah! I'm gonna be <laughs> sitting here with my gold medal, and we'll take a picture of it. <laughs> okay. All right. Good luck, Johnny. Good Thanks. luck, Chris. Okay, Chris, in honor of Halloween on Wednesday, I, and we already did, last year we did a top five horror movies, which I think you put Jaws, which isn't even a horror movie, in it. I still stand by that. <laughs> um, I decided to come up with, I said, give us the best scare that ever happened to you or you did to someone. All right, I'm going to go first. Okay. I was in high school. All right. I was a senior. <laughs> it was a dark, stormy night. <laughs> it was for this guy. So my buddy Lance, <clears throat> he just started having uh, sex with his girlfriend. <clears throat> well, that's rule number one in a horror movie. If you have sex, you You're, die. Yeah. So we had a class together. I think it was sociology. And I was like, hey, dude, I'm really sorry, man. And he's like, what? What are you talking about? Oh, dude, I just heard from Jill. She, she missed her period. You're such a dick, dude. And he was like, what? what? I'm like, oh. Dude, I shouldn't have said anything. I'll just, just never, never mind. And he sprinted out of seminary. <laughs> <laughs> that was funny. That was a Utah joke. So, yeah, I just convinced him that his girlfriend was pregnant. Dude. And so the next time I saw him, he's like, you are a fucking asshole. And I was like, guilty as charged. It's true. <laughs> it's true. Yeah. So that was probably the meanest thing I've ever done to someone. Wow. So the scariest, or I guess okay. it's the scariest. Mine's mine's more in the Halloween <laughs> style, and uh, well, my, yeah, you didn't stipulate that, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> so this was when I was probably like twelve years old. I was at a, uh, I was at a soccer banquet, like club soccer banquet. My stepbrother was there, and decided it was in our neighborhood, and he decided to throw me in the pool, probably because I was being obnoxious. No. So I got thrown in the pool with all my clothes on. So then I went home to go change real quick and go back to the party because whatever. It was funny. And uh, I, I w- ran inside the house and I, it was a two-story house in my dad's house. I changed clothes real quick. And all of a sudden I heard something in the kitchen. It was my brother making, making a uh, chocolate milkshake. <laughs> and he didn't know I was home. And I figured that out real quick. Because there's only a couple lights on in the house. And at the top of the stairs, there was a laundry room. 
<laughs> that had like slats in it so I could see through it. So I went inside the laundry room <laughs> and Billy was coming up the stairs with a smoke shake all stoked. He had his PJs on already. And he was he was going up the stairs. He was probably uh he he was probably like fifteen at the time. Going going up the stairs with the milkshake. And I just jumped out and I was like, Mwah! and he got so scared that he dropped his milkshake and grabbed the side of the staircase <laughs> and did the <laughs> and then proceeded to beat the shit out of me, but I did not care because it was the he knows. <laughs> I got you, Billy. I got you. Got him. You know what? I just <laughs> the takeaway from that story for me is you uh Castana boys really like your fucking milkshakes. We do. <laughs> <laughs> I'll drink your milkshake. <laughs> uh well No, that's a good story. I'm sure your brother's probably gonna come and try to beat you up. He'll now. probably beat me up again, but whatever. Still got him. Fuck it, whatever. All right. All right, so we're just gonna hold it. Are we let's just go right into recommendations. All right, recommendations. So my recommendation for this month is Season three of the Netflix series Daredevil. So okay, and we were talking about this off air. I only saw the horrible Ben Affleck movie. Yeah, no, that's stupid. <laughs> yeah, that's stupid, dude. That was horrible. So the Netflix series. So that was the first Marvel show, season one, that came out on Netflix, and I thought it was fantastic. I mean, the first season I really liked. The second season I still thought was pretty good. Um. But it wasn't as good as the first one. The third season is better than the first one. I thought it was fantastic. There, It introduces a major Marvel character, and I think how they handled it, the characterization was fantastic. It was really good. And some of the other series, the Marvel series on Netflix, I didn't like. Like I watched three episodes of the first season of Iron Fist, and I was like, there's, I, there's I can't. I too can't, much. I can't hang. Luke Cage, I watched one episode. I didn't think it was horrible, but it was just, I just didn't go back to watch it. And then, like, The Defenders, I didn't. <laughs> I like the, what's the one trippy show that we talk about sometimes? Oh, oh God, dude. Why are you? It's like uh, an acid Legion. trip. Legion. Le- Legion. I, I do like Legion. I'm still on season one, but I do like Legion. No, Legion, no, Legion's really good. But um, I usually ask Chris and Nick the Tooth and, and Coach Jeff, anything comic book related uh, I asked them if I should even waste my time on certain things because there's so much out there now. So you can ignore the rest of the stuff. Uh, I mean, Jessica Jones is good. Didn't enough. that get canceled? No. As far as I know, it was just Iron Fist and Luke Cage got canceled. See, I keep hearing that a bunch of these are getting fake canceled because Disney's going to be having their own streaming site. Oh. And so they'll probably, they're canceling them, but they'll probably be popping up when they're uh, they're gonna launch it with that uh, the Mandalorian, the Star Wars TV show by uh-huh. by my boy <laughs> John Favreau. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they so anyway the Daredevil series yeah. season three I I don't binge watch anything I just I don't know nothing I did this I mean I finished it in like three days um, it was fantastic so that's my recommendation. Like it. Okay, so, you know, it, it is, like you said, it is Halloween uh, on Wednesday. So, so is this episode coming out before Wednesday? Let's hope so. God damn it, let's hope so. All right. Um, 
My recommendation is a horror movie. I love, my wife and I love horror movies. And so does Donnie Darko and Desi. We all, we're a horror movie family. Yes. I know. And uh, we watched one because we went to Universal. We, we do, you know, we go to the Not Scary Farm. The Universal is the, is the tits of all the places uh, to go for it to get scared. And um, they had a maze there, a trick or treat. And it was after, because they always pick like, you know, Halloween and Texas Chainsaw Massacre maze. They, uh, they're all, the mazes are done after the horror movies. And there was one that we went on that we loved called Trick or Treat, but we had never seen the movie and we figured out none of us. It's oh. a 2007 movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's, and it's got the little, the little mascot of that movie is this, lit, it looks like a little kid and he's got like a burlap sap on, sack on mm-hmm. its head. I never little, saw the film, but I know pumpkin you're shape. About. Yeah. And uh, we watched it last night and loved it, dude. It's like um, it's like five different stories intertwined, and they all kind of come and pass with each other throughout the movie. Super fun, super, and it's like, you know, there's all these rules. Can't blow out your pumpkin on Halloween or something's going to happen to you. Like, they have all these different little rules, and, uh, dude, the movie was awesome. Like, it's just, it's just an awesome, cheesy purely halloween movie so if you guys hear this and before halloween go rent that one all right i mean i'm gonna tell you right now i'm not gonna watch it because i don't like horror films <laughs> but uh i mean i did go see it because everyone said it was so good it was did you like it oh i liked it yeah, yeah. and i'm actually trying to get my son to watch it and he was like no baba but i'm <laughs> like dude it's really not that bad it's not it's not that scary like it's more of like a coming of age film than i would say like a straight up horror film yeah i mean there's some I mean, fuck, dude, clowns. Oof. Yeah, I went to Laker again the other night. My whole family decided to go see uh, the new Halloween. Without you? Without me. Was that like a fuck you? Yeah, they're they're just haters, dude. You know what? I would probably go see that, and I told you I'd go see it Let's go with see you it. because Danny McBride wrote, wrote it. it. Yeah. yeah. Um, he just loved that thing. He pitched like revival and movies killing it. And yeah. it's supposed to be super good. And it's and it's like forget two, forget three that came out. This is just a part two to the nineteen. This is the sequel to the original to the nineteen seventy seven Halloween. Yeah, I kind of want to see it, so I'll go see it with you. Yeah, fuck yeah, we're All gonna right. see that now. Um, the song I'm gonna take you guys out with, besides the fact that Greta Von Fleet put out a new album, and if you like the last one, you like this one. If you like Led Zeppelin, you like them both. Except Coach Jeff. Except yeah, we want to get into it. <laughs> You know, those millennials. <laughs> Anyways, uh, we're going to, uh, in two weeks, we're going to go see uh, 21 Pilots in concert because that's Donnie Darko's uh, favorite band. And when I found out he got diabetes, I totally just wanted him to feel happy. So I paid way too much money for, for three tickets to go take him to the forum. Dude, I don't know. I, I have no idea who that band is. Sometimes they rap, sometimes they sing. It's they're alternative. I mean, I mean, most of the kids are like like Imagine Dragons, like Twenty One Pilots. Huh. Okay. So they they just dropped a new album, Trench, and uh, the one song I'm gonna take us out on is a song called Chlorine, and it's it's got a nice. I'm a sucker for a good break beat, so check it out. <laughs> <laughs> Straight glory, let the vibes slide over me. This beat.
lives I lead, my body lives on lead The last two lines may read, incorrect unto said The lead is terrible in flavor But now you double as a paper maker I despise you sometimes, I love to hate the fight And you in my life is like sipping on straight